Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Stories of Mahabharata Retold by Shudipta Bhaumik Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of the Stories of Mahabharata. In the last episode, we heard how Kunti revealed her true relationship with Karna and tried to convince him to join the Pandavas. Karna declined, but promised not to harm Kunti's sons except Arjun. As the Pandavas set up their camp near Kurukshetra, Duryodhan wasn't sitting idle either. He moved his huge army of 11 Akshohinis to Kurukshetra and set up his camp on the banks of the river Hiranvati, not far from the Pandava camp. Now it was time for him to pick his commander-in-chief. He went to Bhishma and said, Grandfather, One cannot win a war without a commander-in-chief. We are lucky to have so many gallant and experienced warriors on our side, but we need to stay united and follow one commander. I don't think there is anybody better than you to lead us in this war. Grandfather, please accept my offer and be the commander-in-chief of the Kaurava army. The kings and warriors will be honored to serve under your leadership. Bhishma said, Why me? Your friend Karna always claims he can destroy the Pandavas in an instant. You should make him the commander-in-chief. Karna wasn't pleased at Bhishma's sarcasm. He stood up and said, Duryodhan, you know I promised not to touch my weapon as long as Bhishma is alive. So leave me out of this war until Bhishma falls. Duryodhan knelt before Bhishma and said, Grandfather, please don't turn me down. Only you can be the Kaurava commander. I beg you, please lead us to victory. Bhishma gestured Duryodhan to stand up. To me, the Pandavas and Kauravas are the same and I hate to harm anybody of either side. Still, I am obliged to serve the throne of Hastinapur. So I will fight on your behalf in whatever role you ask me to serve. However, before I accept your offer, I must tell you something. I won't kill any of the Pandava brothers. But I promise you, each day of the war, I will kill 10,000 soldiers of the Pandava army. Duryodhan was happy. He said, don't worry about the Pandava brothers. We can take care of them. Bhishma stopped him and said, One more thing I should mention. I will not fight with Drupad's son Shikhandi. I will not hurl a single arrow at him even if he attacks me with full strength. 
But why? asked a surprised Duryodhan. You said you'd destroy Drupad and his family. Then why won't you fight his son Shikhandi? Because I don't fight a woman. Shikhandi was born a woman and later transformed into a man. Duryodhan was curious. Shikhandi was a woman? But he is regarded as one of the bravest and fiercest warriors of the Pandavas. Let me tell you the story of Shikhandi, said Bhishma. After the death of my brother Chitrangad, I installed Vichitra Virya to the throne of Hastinapur and sent out emissaries to find a suitable girl to be his queen. The emissaries came back with the news that the king of Kashi was about to hold a Sayamvara for his three daughters, Amba, Ambika and Ambalika. In the Sayamvara, the princesses were to select their husbands from the invited kings and princes. However, the king did not invite us. I was furious. This was a direct insult to the Kuru dynasty and I was not willing to take it easy. I went to the palace of Kashi and forcefully brought the girls to Hastinapur. As we were preparing for their marriage with Richitra Virya, Amba said she couldn't marry my brother as she was engaged to Salva. I was disappointed to hear this, but I respected her wish and sent her back to Salva. But Salwa refused to marry her. Amba's father also refused to take her back. Humiliated and dejected, she came to me and asked me to marry her. I reminded her of my promise and turned her back. Enraged, Amba held me responsible for her plight and vowed to take revenge on me. She then travelled far away from Hastinapur and took refuge in a hermitage. She asked the sages to help her take her revenge, but they refused. Few days later, Amba's uncle, Hutravahan, visited the hermitage. Amba told him about her misery and how I was the cause for all her misfortune. Hutravahan held Amba in his arms and said, Don't worry, Amba. Come and stay with me. Lord Parashuram, Bhishma's guru is my friend. I will ask him to punish Bhishma for humiliating you. Few days later, Parashuram came to visit Hutrabhan and heard the story. He felt sorry for Amba and said, My dear, I will ask Bhishma to marry you. He is my student and he won't refuse me. If he does, I will destroy him. Or if you want, I can ask Salwa to marry you. Amba wasn't interested in Salwa anymore. She said, I believe Bhishma is the cause for all my misery. Punish him for his ill behavior. Parashram agreed. And few days later, he fetched me to Kurukshetra. I met him and offered my respects. Parashram wasn't pleased. He asked, why did you turn back Amba? You forcefully brought her from her father's palace against her will. You are responsible for her. Marry her and make her your wife. That's an order. I knelt before Parashuram and said, Lord, I'm sorry. 
you know i have vowed never to marry in my life please don't ask me to break my promise parushram was furious how dare you disobey my orders you will pay for your impudent behavior he raised his bow and said defend yourself if you can i will kill you and leave your body to be devoured by vultures i had no option but to counter his attack the fight soon turned into a raging battle the gods assembled to witness this fantastic war between a teacher and a student my mother ganga appeared and prayed parashuram to stop but he didn't listen he kept on spraying arrows at me i was fighting from my chariot but parashuram was on the ground with no armor to protect him i said lord i don't want to fight you from an advantageous position please mount a chariot and put on an armor he laughed and said i don't need a chariot he kept hurling powerful weapons at me the battle continued for days Parashuram killed my charioteer and destroyed my chariot. I fell to the ground and lay helpless. Then I saw eight powerful men, as bright as the sun, surround me to protect from Parashuram's arrows. I saw my mother Ganga arrive in a chariot. She pulled me up next to her. I put on a fierce weapon on my bow and hurled it at Parashuram. It knocked him down for a moment. When he came back to his senses, he prepared to launch a dangerous weapon to destroy me. Advised by the eight gods, I prepared to launch the fierce Praswapan weapon. At that moment, Parashuram's ancestors landed on the field. They pleaded Parashuram to stop the battle. You can't defeat Bhishma, for he is one of the bosses of the heavens. They said. The gods and sages arrived and said, "Lay down your weapons." neither of you can defeat the other the eight powerful gods appeared before me and said bishma stop the war go and bow before your guru i obeyed parashuram put his head on my head and said my son you fought well you are the greatest kshatriya alive and nobody can defeat you he called amba and said i am sorry my dear I tried my best but couldn't defeat Bhishma. Frustrated but desperate, Amba then went to a hermitage next to the Yamuna river and began an arduous penance. The sages tried to dissuade her but she was adamant. I don't worship to attain the heavens, she said. I want Lord Shiva to grant me the power to kill Bhishma. Shiva was pleased with Amba's perseverance. He appeared before Amba and said, "You cannot kill Bhishma in your present life, but your wish will be fulfilled in your next life." Amba was impatient and couldn't wait for death to come to her. She killed herself in a funeral pyre with the hope to be born again soon. During that time. King Drupad was worshipping Lord Shiva to have a son. He spent huge sums of money in yagnas and sacrifices with the hope that Lord Shiva would bless him with a son and an heir to the throne. Pleased with Drupad's worship, Shiva assured Drupad he would soon have a son. However, when the time came, Drupad's wife gave birth to a baby girl. 
queen thought the news of a girl child might upset king drupad besides lord shiva's words cannot go wrong she hoped one day a miracle would happen and the girl would transform into a boy so she announced a boy was born king drupad was happy to hear the news and named the child shikhandi cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com quality sleep is essential for boosting energy recovery and well-being so take your sleep to the next level with sleep number with a sleep number smart bed you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night jd power ranks sleep number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now the queen sleep number c4 smart bed is only $1599 a saving of $300 only for a limited time For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The queen raised Shikhandi as a boy. She wore boy's clothes, played with the boys, and took lessons in warfare with the boys. When Shikhandi attained her youth, Drupad decided to get Shikhandi married. The queen was worried, but Din dared to reveal the truth and enrage the king. With great fanfare, Shikhandi was married to the daughter of Hiranyavarma, the king of Darshan. On the wedding night, however, the princess of Darshan had a rude shock when she discovered that her husband wasn't a man. Disappointed and cheated, the princess sent her maids to her father with the unfortunate news hiranyavarma was furious he sent a harsh message to drupad my daughter's maids tell me that your son shikhand is not a man his message said i am sending a team of courtesans to check your son's masculinity if what i hear is true i will punish you severely for cheating my daughter i will attack you with my full force and burn down your kingdom to ashes A shocked King Drupad rushed to his wife and asked if the accusations were true. The queen admitted that she had been concealing Shikhandi's identity to please the king. I thought one day miracle would transform Shikhandi to a man. Lord Shiva's boon cannot go unfulfilled, she added. Drupad was in a fix. He knew Hiranyavarma was a powerful king and can cause significant damage to him and his kingdom. but he had no option but to fight a deadly war with hiranyavarma shikhandi was saddened to hear the plight of her parents she has been the cause of their trouble she thought it would be too humiliating to subject herself to the scrutiny of the courtesans she decided to run away from the palace and never come back shikhandi fled the kingdom and took refuge in a cave in a distant forest She spent many days in the cave without food or drink and was on the verge of death. The cave was the home of a yaksha named Sthunakarna. When Sthunakarna saw Shikhandi in such a pitiful state, he appeared before her and asked, 
What's troubling you, my dear? Why are you bent upon killing yourself? Tell me and maybe I can help you. Shikhandi told her story and said, Can you make me a man? That's what I want most. If I become a man and satisfy Hiranyavarmiya's courtesans, I would save my father and his kingdom from imminent destruction. Sthunakarna felt sorry for Shikhandi. He said, This is what I can do for you. I have the powers to trade my masculinity with your femininity. You'd become a man and I a woman, but only for a limited time. Once your job is done, come back to me and we'll trade back our genders again. Can you promise to do that? Shikhandi was ecstatic to hear this. She agreed to Sthunakarna's proposal. Sthunakarna then exercised his special powers and soon Shikhandi transformed to a man and Sthunakarna to a woman. An overjoyed Shikhandi thanked Sthunakarna and went back to his father's palace. Drupad and his queen were relieved to see Shikhandi return as a man. When Hiranyavarma's courtesans came to test Shikhandi, they were more than satisfied with his manhood. Hiranyavarma apologized to Drupad and scolded his daughters for her misjudgment. In the meantime, Kubera, the king of the Yakshas, visited Sthunakarna. But Sthunakarna was nowhere to be seen. Kubera's attendant searched for him inside the cave and little later came out with a woman. They said, Lord Kubera, this is Thunakarna. He was ashamed to come in front of you. He exchanged his manhood with Sikhandi, the princess of Panchal, and turned into a woman. Kubera was angry. He said to Thunakarna, You fool! You have abused your power and humiliated the Yakshas. I take back your powers. You won't be able to get back your manhood. Stay a woman all your life. Sthunakarna begged for forgiveness, but Kubera refused and left him lying on the ground in tears. As promised, Shikhandi came back to Sthunakarna and offered to exchange their genders once again. Sthunakarna told him about Kubera's curse and said, This was your destiny. There must be some divine reason for this to happen. Go back to your palace and live your life as a man. Shikhandi returned to Panchal and began to train under Dronacharya to become the great warrior he is. And Shikhandi is none other than Amba, reborn as Drupad's daughter, Shikhandini. Duryodhana asked, but, but how do you know all this? Bhishma smiled and said, I have always kept track of my nemesis Amba, through my spies. They kept me informed about her activities during her previous life as well as her current life as Shikhandi. And as I said, I promised not to fight a woman or a man who has been a woman or dressed as a woman or claims to be a woman. If you agree to my conditions, I accept your offer to be your commander-in-chief. Saying so, Bhishma stood up and retired to his quarters. 
The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed, and told by Shudipta Bomek. Audio engineering, original music, and sound design by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. And now for some late-breaking news. The podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India. Thank you.